All right, so now you take this. This you can move however you want, okay, like it. this. Okay. And then you can even like sit and put your feet up okay. and pull it like that, move your bag. Can you? Yeah. Do you have a level in your headphones? Yep. And then the main thing with this highlight is you got to keep the mic like right up, right here, on, okay. like no, like that far. You got to bring it right up on you. Okay, got it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So it's the the passion for the work is what drives me. Yep. Without that's question. It. That's that's why I did what I did, and that's why I created it from nothing because. I just loved it. I just, to me, when I did the trainings, yeah, I, you know, my trainings were done in California. When I did, the, I, I felt like, like, that experience for me was beyond anything I could even, even describe. Like for me, giving birth, like that whole experience of being pregnant and, and and uh, giving birth to, to my daughter was like, like beyond extraordinary. And then when I did the training, especially when I came out of transformation, yeah. that experience, it, 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 I, when I'm right now I'm talking about it, I'm getting like chills. Yeah. And you know, because we went Me through too. the same experience, of course, I was in a different training years yeah. before you did, but still, like when we talk about it, like I'm looking at you, you're smiling, I'm smiling. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's the, the work that we did and we that I want to do, still continue doing, is beyond precious. And the depth of it and the level of it, for me, it's transformed my life, literally. I wouldn't be who I am. I wouldn't even be sitting here talking to you. Yeah. I got to experience um, myself in a whole different life. Like access, you know, the, the beauty of this work is like, you learn how to access what's already there, that you had actually no clue that you even, it's there, you know, um, and uh, for me, I, I became my, you know, my independence was very important after my divorce. So I created my independency. I created this company, this, this amazing community and organization or whatever you want to call it, uh, from a vision of just wanting uh, to give it away, wanting other people to experience something truly profound that alters their life, alters their their vision for themselves and for their families, for their career. I had no career. I had no uh, idea how I'm even going to make my life work. But except that that I took a chance. I did these trainings and came back and said, I want to do this. And I did it for 12 years. Yeah. You know? Um, and I'm just so privileged and so honored that I was able to provide the work. I was able to be part of everyone's life including yours yeah. and your wife and your family and, yep. and other people that we i got to know and yeah. uh and like when i saw you when three years ago yeah. when was the last time i saw you i three think years zach's ago? funeral zach's funeral was well, that was three years approximately ago, yeah uh and it's like we never left it's not it's like i never if i didn't see then it's like we didn't leave from six years ago yeah it was about six or seven yeah. years ago yeah lj your lj was about yeah six or seven years ago uh-huh. and uh and it's a it's a special connection. It's just it's a it's a special connection because we go through the experience uh, together, uh, especially because it's a group based kind of a uh, program, and and you get your breakthroughs are all connected. Yeah. So I could be in the room, you're experiencing your stuff, you're you're sharing about you, and I'll have breakthroughs just by you sharing yours and and, uh-huh. and going through it with you. Um, and that's to me that's just there's nothing like it. 
it's amazing. And it'll stay with you forever. Like you it know? was the greatest time I've ever had in my life. One of the greatest Aww. experiences ever. And and the most amazing gift you can give to yourself. Yeah. Yes, it's an investment. It's an investment in your life, right? Yeah. But it'll it'll just it last. Uh, that experience will last forever, forever. Not only does it last forever, but it's a lot of experiences like don't stack up to it right now, and there's like maintenance that gets done. And but when I want the rocket fuel, and like like I need that 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 level of consciousness, that level of thinking that's gonna that's gonna take expand my plate. It's like it's the most healthy drug in the world. Doing my consistent yoga practice and jujitsu and having summus is amazing and enables me to to um, stay in in the work in a certain context and and um, move through life and and keep the language going. Mm-hmm. But it's a different context, and until someone has had that experience, there's only so much I can do with it. And for me, like that's why I've told you, like I, I want to get into the next level of it. And um, I, I first was getting back to just staffing, I, right? That's mm-hmm. what that's where I yeah, thought yeah. just going to get back into staffing. But then now, like looking at the the masterminds and the, the different things that I want to want to accomplish, there's no accidents, there's no coincidences. No, you I don't came down you. here today, no. and it's, the timing, so, right? Timing, Holly. I've been waiting since timing. I've graduated for like six years to get you down here for a podcast. I, I don't know. It's just the timing. It's crazy. And when you reached out to me, when this time you reached out to me, I don't know, it was at the time that, I, it just was at the time and I, that I could do it for some reason. Or I, I just made the commitment to do it and I wanted to really uh, come and see you guys. And I had heard amazing things about what you've created. I'm truly in awe. I'm in awe that you took a, you took a couple of trainings and took your life and ran with it. Yeah. And use the distinctions and use the breakthroughs and um, and really connect it to your vision. And the beauty of this work is that you really connect to who you really are. Your whole your, your you become whole. And it was always there. You just were not aware of it. And the awareness that you have, uh, that's what's that's that's the consciousness, right? The awareness just kick, kicks in the consciousness. But it re- in my experience right now, it requires having like-minded people yes and staying connected mm-hmm. connected to it now i know and this is where like oh well source is within you and being source and all that but sympathetic resonance like vibrating at the same frequency so yeah there's no accidents we were vibrating we finally got to get together now cool things are coming out of that i just had a call with with judith um uh, i'll play it for you after holly and i recorded it i'm not i'm not sure if i'm going to put it out yet or not but I had this breath work workshop that I that's going to be having happening at the studio here mm. in a couple of weeks, and I had the lady she's actually coming down to record with me tomorrow, and I had her come down so I could meet her first, and do a demo, a private with me of this breath work, and it's inhale stomach, inhale chest, hold mm-hmm. it, exhale, and you do that, and, mm-hmm. and then like all of the things that I had worked on during the training, not all of them, but a lot of them started flashing bet- before my eyes again, and then I had this this breakthrough of, um, of this abuse that I had experienced when I was a child um, come up again. So it was like a, sec- a breakthrough of a breakthrough, if mm. you will. But what I called Judith about was, was two things. First of all, the importance of the maintenance 
after, after you do the work. Like mm-hmm. so many people will buy a program online, spend the money and never do it. Or do a training like we did and then like not follow up, not go back to the post training, not stay connected, not go back and staff and not, not stay connected like I or did with you. Or contribution and give it back. Uh-huh. And pay it forward. So what was so interesting for me was that, okay, this is coming up again. What if I hadn't done the trainings? What if I didn't have the context? Like, trust the process? Okay, maybe. But, like, there's all this transformation that happens in yoga, in breath work. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of powerful things that happen. Just moving your body, your DNA, your lymphatic system, because memories and things are stored in your body and your muscles. So as as you have that transformation, yeah, okay, so in a... In a yoga teacher training, or jujitsu coach, or any weightlifter, or, or in your in your personal training courses, like where do they break down to become a trainer, or even like handle this emotional release? Like where does one? Do, we're talking about. I've been doing this work for six, seven years, and I'm like barely up to par. We're talking about like b- b- training to be a trainer. You've been doing it for how many years? Like, oh, I would need to get 20. trained at X, Y, and almost twenty, right? X, Y, and Z. So like. Here's people with no background on it. And now other people, is it like throwing someone in the deep end? You know what I mean? It's, and that's what I was, and so trust the process. Maybe everyone has their own way of doing it. But for me, I know that this model worked so well. It does. And I'm like, highlights. There's nothing like this model. There's nothing, and there's nothing, nothing like the model. Because of the depth of the work. It's designed in a way for you to go in and I, like, uh, and, and it's just a, the way the trainings are designed and uh, how the trainer works with you and the fact that it's on a group level, um, it's incredible. The depth. Yeah. So the, the depth and the quality of the work is, um, it just, that's why you're, you were having these experiences. And as you said, if you can experience something, however, it's just like going to the gym. I could train you and you learn the flow. However, if you don't keep yeah, growing the muscle and training the muscle, it'll just you lose it. Well, I was talking about that's that's one context of what I was talking mm-hmm. about, but the other context is now I have a breakthrough during that moment. Mm-hmm. I have something that comes up for abuse. What if that was the first time that I've experienced it, and that was just like an hour session? I wasn't in a container like I was for five days. Yeah, that's set up to have those highs and those lows and right. work with it and f- and filter it and then have coaching and small groups and mm-hmm. things to process it. And coaches that that's all they do master tr- to, to process that information yes so i went i went even my body what else it was it was a sexual abuse and my body went even deeper mm-hmm. in this than it did in the training and it was like something actually released wow, like on the physical incredible. state that was it was incredible but i i credit it to already having had the breakthrough six years ago and having that the the knowledge and the, and the new information work through my synopsis. And, and you're my, much more open. Yeah. It's like the after vulnerable. you do this work, you're open. You're, you're not as guarded. That's right. You know, and, and, and you're, you're, you're open, to, you're, you're vulnerable. And you allow your experiences to come up. You allow yourself to experience the emotions. Whereas before you may have just swallowed it or just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, push it down you know, further. Push it down further. So now, you ha- again, it goes back to having the awareness. Yep, and you have it now, and it'll stay with you for the rest of your life as long as you just keep going, moving forward in that direction. The transformational work, there's nothing like it. I, I've experienced other stuff, and to me, the uh, 
the distinctions uh, uh, that we learn through the trainings is uh, truly life-altering. Hale, that's why for me right now, like sometimes my energy gets low sometimes and it's like I know I'm doing a really great job, but sometimes I, like being in excellence, that was one, like one of the core values here. Like it, it rotates between, again, from you, like clean it better. It rotates between keep it clean mm-hmm. and keeping it clean in, in every context. Mm-hmm. Relationships, don't let it grow like mold. Integr- like just keep it clean mm-hmm. down to physical things. Like you see some shit on the floor, pick exactly. it up. Like, you know, <laughs> clean the dish. You don't leave it. Like finish the job just like, like, we, like we do. And, um, but that running in excellence, having that pillar of excellence or keeping it clean is so important to me. And that integrity, if I know I can be doing a better job, I'm so hard on myself. Mm. So if I know I can be putting more out than I already am, like I'll feel like, oh man, I know I could be doing more with my life right now. And I know I don't have to have it make it. I would love it to be for everybody, but it doesn't have to be for everybody. No. I'll just be a magnet or an antenna putting out a transmission that's for who's going to find it. And I know there's people out there that get to have this work. And I know it's more than, than my brick and mortar summits right now. I know that there's another level of a mastermind and another level of coaching or another level of this like hybrid transformation discovery coaching thing that, that people get to have. And, mm-hmm. I, and I, haven't, I haven't done it yet. And what I'm saying is like there's a reason, there's a reason why I've done the work I'm saying, but there's a reason why I hadn't like it's got to this point in this conversation. But that's right now. the next level for you. Yeah. You've accomplished what you, you know, you've accomplished a lot. And now it's, it's what's next. Yeah. And what's next is that's the next level. And you, believe it or not, you know it. Yeah. You, you know it. That's why you've been on this journey and, and going into these new, you know, like you, you showed me this website and the mastermind. And you're going in that direction because your consciousness knows. Yeah. It's already coming. Yeah. How like, it's kind of like we went right into the transformational work and picked off what we're talking about. But so for everyone listening, talk about like what CEC, like Mm. bring me from like starting CEC. So you went, you had your own experience. So what happened was, uh, yeah, um, about 13 years ago, I decided to, well, Actually, it was more than thirteen years ago. But uh, it was my marriage wasn't going well. I might, you know, I had a child, and I, you know, the Latin Persian. And the last thing you want to do is um, rock the boat or uh, take that level of chance or decide to stand for your life and not take, you know, um, not not to live an unhappy, miserable life. And uh, I, again, it's one of those things like it just happened out of nowhere. A friend of mine who actually, she was going through uh, some rough time. Her cousin, who lived in California, uh, had we, he was here in New York, and he met with us, and he was telling us about these trainings that he did. And it sounded really great, but I wasn't into this stuff. I mean, I, and who, I didn't want to work on my stuff. And who, back then, especially Persians, they don't deal with their stuff. <laughs> they don't want to deal with their emotions or their problems, and they just, like, mask it. And I was very good at masking, actually. So uh, she said, oh, let's, that, that sounds, you know, sounds great. Uh, I would love to do it at this point in my life. Why don't we just do it together? So she told me, let's do it together. And I said, uh, uh, you know, I was, okay, if you do it, then I'll do it. And back then, by the way, I was very codependent because I went from my father's house to my husband's house. So my independency was pretty much uh, didn't exist. 
I was very codependent on someone else. And I was uh, at age 37. I'd never even been on an airplane by myself. I know. It's, it's wow. insane. It's insane. Wow. Either I was with my family or with my husband. Uh, so um, right before, the, let's say the training was next week, sh- something happened and she couldn't make it. So she told me, listen, I need to cancel. So the automatic thing that I would do normally is say, okay, well, I'm not going either. Because again, I was dependent on somebody else to be with somebody else to do something like this. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I, I called and left a message with the, the place, the center that ran the trainings. And I said, left a message that I'm not coming. And then one of the coaches called me and he really got me back to what was the purpose of me going. And of course, think I thought that the purpose is just go with my friend because she was going to do that. But I wanted something else for my life. I was at point. I, 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 I was at the choice point. I decided to take a stand for my life and go to a different direction than the life that I was living out in the suburbs of Long Island. And he got me back to that. And I said, you know what? Everything's paid for. I'm not going to get a refund. I got, I got my you know, um, airfare and everything handled. So I might as well just go. And it was petrified. I was scared. Uh, you know, uh, I was so scared. It was just something so different. The unknown, leaving my daughter, going to California, just not knowing anybody which was all breakthroughs, right? Yeah. These were all just breakthroughs. Just getting to it. Just going through this whole, just even getting there for me yeah. was the biggest thing that I could do for myself. Um, and I got there and I was very judgmental. <laughs> I said, what is this? You know, the whole time that I was there in the first, actually the first two days, I was like, oh my God, what the hell is this? What, have I, what am I doing here? Who are these people? <laughs> However, there came a point which we both have experienced yeah. in the training. Yeah. Uh, it's called the red and black game. And I experienced that. I, 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 I just, I surrendered. Yeah. I surrendered my judgment. I surrendered why am I here. I surrendered to, it, to the whole process of the training. And it was incredible. The breakthroughs that I had, like what happened and how I showed up in that process was mirror of my life. My, how I grew up, what, my, the choices I made, the husband that I chose, the life that I had. Um, and the rest is, incre- you know, the rest of the, 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 the training just, then when I was, then at that point I was more open and the training really, really, yeah, uh, did its work. Yeah. Um, and then came back and decided to go for the next level. The coolest part, we're going to get into the next level. And what just hit me right between the eyes while you were talking was like, at the time, you're going through a process, but you didn't even know you were going through breakthroughs by getting on the... But the training had started when you made the decision. The, the moment I signed up, <laughs> actually. The moment I signed up and, was that saying, even though in my thoughts, oh, my friend's going to do it, I'll be with her, oh, but no. It takes so much context, though, to even understand that right now. It's like, it's a different... All right, That uh, but, courage and that... that yeah. For me to go through that... It, I am the woman that I am. Yeah. The training did its work. I had the breakthroughs. I connected to who I authentically am. But the am, training wasn't lost. just in the training. No, the, training the training started before you even exactly. got there. Exactly. And long after. Long after. And then I, when I did the, the next level, which is called transformation, oh my God. Um, after it was done, I came back and I said, okay. Because you know, it was done in another state and I had to come back to New York 
And uh, most of those people, my classmates, they went to the next level, which was leadership. And I just couldn't go back and forth. I was going through a divorce. It was very hard for me. I didn't story, see that possibility for myself. <laughs> however, <laughs> however. However, I opened up my own center. <laughs> right. So when I decided to, when, three days later when I came back, yep. I, I said to myself, okay, well, how am I going to be able to do this? That's right. Live this, uh, so you did stand in possibility. I kept my connection with my whole class. Uh-huh. I stayed in touch with them, and then I called the trainer. Uh, I called it, the, and I said, I want to speak to a trainer. And they're like, well, what do you want? And I said, well, I, I want to speak to him that, uh, to see if he wants to come to New York, and I'll create it. Uh-huh. And he had heard this so many times. He got on the phone with me. He goes, you know how many times people have said, oh, I want to take this back uh-huh. to my hometown or my state or whatever, and nobody really took. And I said, okay, I'm going to do it. And I became a mad woman on a mission. I, I reached out to all the graduates that I met that had family in New York. I met up with them. I had no idea who these people are. You had your family there too, right? I had my family. Close-minded. Oh, Persian, everybody like, was close-minded. Like, everybody, yeah. Close-minded as Like, what gets. the hell is... Sh- However, when people saw me, yeah. and knowing what I was going through, the divorce, when they saw me, they experienced, they experienced me. Yeah. And that's what was what so That's enrolling. the enrollment. That's the they experienced somebody to be alive, to be passionate, to be happy, to and it, you know it truly was authentic. Yeah. And when they saw that, they're like, "Oh my God, what has happened to this girl?" I had such um, I had such a distaste for the word enrollment before. Like I didn't even know what even what yeah, it meant. But like because <laughs> it was like it's like like um, like selling. A, yeah, like infomercial yeah. marketing enrolling, but. For everyone listening, enrollment has shifted for me over the last six or seven years. And right now, anyone that you interact with at any time, anyone listening to this, and it doesn't matter who you are, you're enrolling that person mm-hmm. into your vision. You could be enrolling them into like a bullshit story. You can be enrolling them into um, a, a bad feeling that you're experiencing, that if you're feeling down that day and you're going to bring that around, you're going to enroll. Anything that you do is enrolling. Anything that you do, the sec- whether you're sleeping or you're enrolling people in it. And that was a big breakthrough for me. Absolutely. I always say life is an enrollment game. <clears throat> We're either enrolling or disenrolling. Yeah. Moment by moment by moment by moment. We're either enrolling people into our vision, into our happiness, into our life, into our whatever it is, or we're disenrolling. I'm enrolling you, you're enrolling me. That's, yeah. that's life. And the moment that you learn, you get that, I haven't uh, you been master, this happy. You master enrollment. You master your life. You master truly. It's 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 the most for me. The biggest breakthroughs I had was coming back to New York and enrolling people, close-minded people who thought I'm out of my mind to do these trainings. Yeah. That because I was willing to go in the fire. I was willing to be uh, judged and ridiculed and questioned, or people thought I was crazy. The fact that I was willing to not let people's conversations stop me from what I wanted to create, that is the most powerful, powerful um, and life-altering breakthrough that I've had that truly transformed my life. And that's the reason that uh, CC got created out of nothing because I was willing to go in the... I was willing to do whatever it took. Yeah. And in leadership, it's all about do whatever it takes. Yeah. I didn't even know that, but that's what I did. It, yeah. I did do, you know, I did whatever it took, and uh, New York became my leadership. New York became that uh, on a level of leadership that, um, and when I even talk about it, I get emotional. It's, it's just, amazing. Uh, it's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful what was created, and I met so many amazing people. We created 
like when I know all these amazing people that I met, what they've created through their life because of the trainings that they've done and I was part of it and yeah. some coaching here or providing a space of them coming and in a safe place, willing to open up, willing to let themselves go and willing to trust. Um, it's just beautiful. beautiful. Amazing. It's beautiful. So to put that in context, you couldn't go. So there's three modules to the training. You couldn't make the third one. And instead of making the third one, you made your own. Oh, my you made only your own leadership. Center. And I got, yeah, and I got, and, and then I, the, when, when I created the first, the first training, that was that. my leadership. Yep. And then I went to a leadership program yep. and actually experienced it. Yep. But before even that, yep. I took you it on. You started yours. And that was CEC. That was CEC. And CEC opened. CCNY. Opened in, in uh, 2000. I did my training in 2006. And what did CEC stand for? How they Consulting, Consulting and Education Center of New York. Yeah. Yeah. It was the best. Yeah, I did start it in, in, in Great Neck. <laughs> in a, in a, I, I remember when I got back from transformation, it was on a Wednesday. I got up and I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? I got to get this here. I went down the street from my, where I live. There's a, a hotel that had just opened up. And I went in there and I saw the room and I said, that's it. We're going to do it here. And then five months later, the first training went in. Uh, there were 48 people in the training. 45 were my friends and family. And then everybody, uh, actually 45 people went to the next level, which was almost like 100%. Yeah. And, uh, and it took off. It took off. and Because and they experienced you and the experience that they had of you was your yeah. state of being. Something was different and you were resonating. Mm-hmm. You, were, you were vibrating at a different level. And they didn't really know what it was, no. but they could feel it and they knew it and they wanted it. And they wanted it. They wanted, they wanted, p- it. They wanted that feeling, yeah. that glow. Yeah. It was just being, it was really being alive. For me, the biggest thing is being alive yes. and being connected to something so much more, uh, so much more than what you see. Being connected to a, a really powerful vision yeah. and, and having the courage and and connecting to really who you are and not letting the circumstances and and people's conversations <coughs> and all the other things that come in the way stop you yep. and just keep going keep going keep going to get where 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 you want to go um and that's life if you if you master that and i get, listen i have my days doesn't mean everything is is uh goes exactly my way however i just don't stop yeah you know if there's if this doesn't work okay one thing that so we learned what, is, so what now? Yeah. So what now? What? Be and, and I was a very pessimistic person when before. Yeah. Um, to me, like the word "I can't" was, I think, in every other sentence. Yeah. That doesn't even. I don't even use that in my vocabulary anymore. Uh, we can, and it's our choices. And the biggest thing that to. I learned, and um, that I think is the biggest gift for me, is the fact that. We are, we are at the choice point moment by moment by moment. We can make a choice, a new choice, like the, the whole process in yeah. discovery, like on a Saturday night. It's, it, it's, you take a step, you make a new choice. Yep. You make another step, you make a new choice. So these choices are having the awareness that, that you're able to at any point make a different decision and choose a different path and continue um, and not give up is is precious. It's precious. I'm just I, I'm smiling ear to ear. My face hurts I from know, smiling so much. It's yeah, the best. It's, 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 and this is like it it 
It fuels me. Yep. This is what mm-hmm. I get to do. This is just what I get to do. This and right is, now when I'm looking at you, yeah. it's like I'm talking about my experience and you're connecting to your own personal of experience. Course. This yeah. is that's enrollment, by the way. Yeah. Because by me sharing my experience, you are connecting to your experience. Well, I'll pull up a slide over here. And so like enrollment is also you can take it anywhere in life, like I was just talking about, but it's also like it's also the art of negotiation or the art of, of mm-hmm. coming to an agreement because it's never about me. It's about, okay, what are like, what are my, what are my non-negotiables, but what are your non-negotiables? Mm-hmm. And like, what's your come from, from that? And the second I understand your why, the second I can put myself in your position and I, I can speak from there. Now we can, now, now I can yes. circle back. Yes. And that's, that, that keeps it neutral. Yes. That makes it not personal for me. That makes me able to come from a place of love and empathy, and that's a higher vibration. Because you're not you're not coming from reaction. Yeah. See, a lot of times we when we are we are going through life in a react reactive mode, and we're learning through this process that we get to be neutral and and just in the moment experience what's happening without going into immediate judgment and immediate like conversation about why it could, could work, why it could not work, and just staying neutral and experiencing what's in front of us in that moment. That's, you know, that's really in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> the best. It is. It's Preach, Hale. It Preach. Is. It is. It Keep is. going. It is. This is what it's I've been so waiting nice for. Yeah. I've been waiting years for this. <laughs> oh, gosh. Keep it and coming. Anyway, I wasn't even prepared for this. I'm just... You know, uh, for me, you know, I may not be the most eloquent person speaking with a with a actually uh, with a um, accent. However, for me, um, this is truly an authentic, like it's. I just share from my heart and what was authentically uh, there for me and is for me. Um, and I think that was one of the actually bi- biggest winning formulas because I went from my heart and. Um, shared the experiences and wanted other people to be able to have that experience for themselves. I always said that at every graduation, I took the mic, I don't know, you were in probably a few, a few of them, yeah. and I said, if this was able to work for me and I was able to create what I created, I want the whole world yeah. to be able to. I Same. want everybody to thrive. I want everybody to be at peace. And the, the, the work is really getting that we are programmed a certain way based on our belief systems, but we are not our belief system. And that's the choices, right? When it goes back to, we can, we, we don't need, we don't have to operate from just that, from those belief system and, or what happened to us. We can, what happened happened, but we are at a different choice in our life to choose how we make up what happened. So it's all about the interpretations. Life is an interpretation. That's right. One thing I want to touch on about what you just said, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it on the mics right now mm-hmm. so that you can play it back over and over again for yourself. I love your voice and like your accent and your delivery and everything is what makes you you and so special. And that's part of like that plays back in my head, just like some of the stuff Ray says, Judith says, Jorge says, like all my other coaches in my life. And that's a very special voice to me. And I've been telling Thank you, you. I, we've Thank been you. hanging out a couple hours before this, how you, you've got everything these other trainers have also. I mean, you are so powerful and magnetic 
and and able to like you have such a deliverance with this and you're you speak very eloquently <laughs> so like thank you remember that thank like you. let thank that you. let I that let that land i don't know i guess that's my own uh, yeah get off it <laughs> get off it totally i need to get off it. you get to get off get that off, holly yeah, yeah get off it yeah yeah all right so you we all have our own little cec mm-hmm. all right and before that Take me all the way back. How did tell me about you and your family and how you like even ended up here? Um, so I'm from I'm I'm from Iran and uh, we had a you know my family was um, my father was very very successful in Iran. Well, I have two um, two brothers, older brothers, and one younger sister. We lived a great life. I mean, uh, just privileged life, I gotta say, and family, and we had a lot of uh, just just my childhood was beautiful. And at age of eight, um, I remember just overnight we had to leave our country. Now, I was a child. I didn't know what the hell was going on. But apparently, you know, the revolution was happening and uh, the, there was a lot of commotion going on in the country. And uh, and my father um, decided to send my two brothers uh, into... Uh, he sent them to the United States because of all the stuff that was going on. What and, revolution and, was it? Hmm? What revolution? It was it was in 1979 when the Shah, you know, when the the Khomeini came and the Shah had to flee the country because the country started uh, a revolution against him, thinking that, that that he's not good for the country and they, I mean, now kind of like they a gov- will take it back, <clears throat> like a government overthrow, yeah, government and- turnaround, yeah, 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 a fanatic. So what happened was um, another regime came into power and it was like a fanatic. Uh, um, a religious fanatic radicals radical power so we, so and it happened so fast and of course there was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. with politicians and the different countries however I, I was a child and all i know is one night i remember that my father was saying okay i got tickets we're gonna leave we're gonna leave and then we're gonna come back we left you know my, my father was the only child and his father passed away young. So he made sure we were four kids. We had homes in our names. We had property in our names. We had bank accounts. Like he wanted to make sure his children would always be, be taken Set care up, of. Yeah. Meanwhile, we just flee the country thinking that we're going to come back. This is all going to die down. And the Shah's regime cannot be overthrown. Like that was a lot of people thought that. They, they never thought that this is going to stay like this. It will never collapse. Collapse, exactly. Um, so we left overnight. Uh, with some suitcase of a, like going on vacation with some vacation money and we went to every country that we knew somebody uh, or had family and then six months later we ran out of money how old were you i was like eight or nine wow yeah and my sister was six and a half years younger so it was like so it, I, for me that was the end of my childhood because i had to grow up i had to you know and my mom was always taken care of and she, you know she, she did she didn't know any better. She tried, she was, you know, we were all in a survival mode. So we ended up coming back to England because my aunt lived there and we ran out of money. So my mom, who was always taken care of, never signed a check, never even had to do anything. She, because my father couldn't go back. My father was very influential, so he couldn't go back to Iran. They would have probably killed him. So my mom went back to Iran to see what she can do, maybe to send some money out. Um, so at, that's the time that I really felt that I had, I, I, we were in an, another country, didn't speak any English. What country were you had in? To lear- I was 
Uh, how old I was? No, what country were you in? I was in England then. We moved to England then. Wow. And you had been to Because my aunt lived there. So, and then I had to take care of my little sister. And my father, because he never thought this could happen, he was all, like, he was yeah, just... just so devastated. So I ended up growing up yeah. <laughs> overnight, really. My mother left for a few months, oh, man. a few times, because we ran out, you know, she had to go back and see... However, like we we have like ten percent of the of course. So she tried to go back, liquidate some stuff, and figure out. But what it she was could it's do. like ten twenty percent of what was yeah. my father had, and he had a very very, um, like all, all our homes, money, uh, factory, everything we left, everything, everything we left. Who knows who lives oh in our God, home? Oh my God, just your your father, huh? Because so like, my father. So 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 I said this. I don't know. Wow. I don't think I don't. It was at one of the meetings one uh, a few years ago. Not you know not now. Hindsight, looking back, years and years later, I'm at age 51 now, um, I see that the reason I think, one of the biggest reasons that I fell into this without even knowing and always wanted to be involved with people and be part of their life and wanted other people to experience this was because I grew up seeing my father go through hell. And if my father had the tools and if my father had done any kind of this, this kind of work, he probably wouldn't have gone into major depression. He probably could have pulled himself, him, himself out of or, or helped, you know, gone in a different direction. He never could. Yeah. He, it's like when we left Iran, his body came out, but his yeah. soul of course. was left. And that affected us of growing course. up, especially, you know, oh, me, because imagine. my brothers were uh, in... Uh, in Arizona in a uh, boarding school. Yeah. I ended up becoming my, you know, uh, like taking care of my sister and just, I don't know how I even, I don't even dealing with not, my mom not being there for a while and my father being upset all the time. And um, however, it just, we, we did it and my mom came finally back and we, thank God, I mean, we, we could have, it could have been much worse because a lot of people weren't able to just get on a plane. We left the same day the Shah left. We got on a plane and came out. Because a lot of, of who people your dad had was. to flee the country and go through the you know, mountains. And yeah. uh, a lot of people had to go through a lot of hardship too. And we didn't have that. However, the hardship that I had was losing my family overnight, losing uh, the stability, growing up over, overnight, going to country of uh, unknown, not even speaking the language, making new friends. It was a kid. Oh, my God. Um, however, that was part of my journey. Oh and my when God. I think about where I, like, like my, where I came from and the life that I've had and going through, uh, you know, Persians, or the, it's a specific, and I love my culture, but it's just, it's, it's not as open especially back then. Um, and my father was very strict. I was very, very sheltered and, you know, um, couldn't just be free and, and, and uh, experience things in my life. I never was able to go away to college or, uh, or go out and be, go out after, not be, you know, go out. And I had to be home with the latest midnight. I mean, all these things. And the husband that I chose is because I wanted to run away from the house because yeah. I was so all of these things but it was part of the, my journey and if I hadn't done all of these things and hadn't gone through all of these things I wouldn't have done the trainings and, and be where I am so my I truly believe everything in my life happened for a reason of course. and I'm much I'm, I'm, a, uh, I'm, I'm I am who I am so I really appreciate your acknowledgement yeah. and I, I am who I am based on all those events and and understanding I was holding on to a lot because of what happened, you know, with my father, you know, why, why these things happened to me. However, when I did the training, 
I, I, just, I just got it. I just yeah. got it. And I was willing to, I just let go and got, got it. I mean, so you were like, your family was aristocrats yeah. status to where you were able to get out with the, the leader of the country on this, mm-hmm. on like a flight. Your dad arranged that, gets out. And I can't imagine as a man, like from, I can't imagine cause that's what I connect with. But like for me right now, it, it, what's the most important thing is to be able to provide for my mm-hmm. family. It's like the, it's, I think it's instinctual, the hunter gatherer, like back to, to being able to go out and hunt and bring food back and provide shelter and take care, take care of my family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what that looks like with corporate America and jobs and things like that, I get, it gets to look different for me with this work and everything that we're doing. And for your father to have had all that yeah, set up. Yeah. And, and he, he tried a couple of businesses. It didn't work out. So can you imagine? But thank God, my, you know, my mom was able to bring some funds out, some compared to what it was. But to have, that, to have it all set up at the yeah. level that he had, and then to have that consciousness overnight. just ripped overnight. from you overnight. overnight. It's like taking the... Like nothing off. was real. His reality was just shattered. Yeah. Yeah. And then now he's jumping. And, and someone like that, that must have been so self-reliant and the person that, mm-hmm. that everyone came to for something, to have that whole script flipped upside yeah. down. He couldn't handle it. Oh, my God. And then having to go begging from house to house in suitcases with his beautiful daughters and his family. Yeah, but, yeah. To, to stay with other people. Just to people. be able to try yeah. to... And then, have, and then run out of money. Mm-hmm. And, and his worst fear that he set you guys up for have that stripped from him. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I know. Holly. Yeah, it, it's... it's uh, from that level to that level, is such a juxtaposition. is such a jump. I mean, it gives me goosebumps like that. And, and what that I can have rip a, a man's I, I, heart My out. father passed away, uh, God, God bless him, two and a half years ago. And I have so much of my father in me, yeah. which I never even realized. Now I'm older. I, I have so much of... Because my father created things out of nothing. My father... You know, his father died when he was two years old. He, you know, he didn't graduate even high school and he created this empire from nothing and he became very, very successful. Um, and I guess I, I growing, you know, as a child watching him or just have some of his, you know, uh, his gift. Yeah. And it happened for me too, you know, maybe yeah. not to that level, but. Not yet. Yeah. But I, but I, I also, you know, um, back then I would see this as, oh my God, like, why did this happen to me? You know, why am I, you know, look at it as, um, as an unfortunate thing. However, I could sit here and say, wow, these were all the amazing opportunities for me to. But Halei, when you say not yet, I mean, you and I have just been speaking about success, like a lot today. And like, what does success get to look like holistically, right? So for me, it's successful not to have to commute so far for work every day. Oh, yes. And to be able to be like with my family a lot. Mm-hmm. And so with the, with the and like you were just saying, being involved with the work and having this different level of understanding, things are more important to you than like necessarily building a big empire with tons of yes, factories absolutely. and things like that. It gets to look a little bit different. We want... Still, it's okay to have nice things and keep it clean. And, sure. But on, on the flip side to all that, like you see how fast it, it means nothing. It can be taken away just as Over, fast yeah. as it's given. In a heartbeat. Which in I think is and like... You have no, you know, we have no guarantees of what's going to happen in the next uh, five minutes. Right. However, we, at this moment, I'm, I'm just really appreciating and really just so, so uh, happy that I was able to be with you. And, yeah experience this moment together and experience this day together and and uh and the, one of the biggest things that i got is 
we create our own happiness. Yes, it's good to have a lot of uh, materialistic, but our happiness is not, it doesn't come from the outside in. Mm-hmm. Our happiness is something that we create internal. Joy is internal. And if you don't connect to any of that and really authentically, authentically. experience that, then you know, you're just going through life. More, you know. um, something came up for me that I've been having a thought about lately about like people that have severe depression or chemical problems, right? Mm-hmm. Where there's, we like in the training to say happiness is a choice and all those things. Mm-hmm. And I believe that is true, but just like when there's people that have things that are above what we can do, like mm-hmm. bipolar disorders or like diagnosed chemical imbalances or things of that nature, sure. which can then impact you. And maybe it's not a choice until that gets taken care of. It's like another layer yes, of that person's journey. That So I want to like give respect to all those people that are out there listening that, you know, there's, if you have something that's diagnosed or we understand that it's a struggle, Holly and I have discussed this, that sometimes it's not as easy as making that choice till that's Till that's taken care of. Absolutely, that 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 gets to be taken care of. Yep. However, when you do this work, it really supports you not to become just dependent on that. That's right. And and, and when you free yourself up, because so much we carry on our, we don't even know. It's like one of the, the distinctions of the training. Mm-hmm. The first training is, I don't know that I don't know. So a lot has happened through our life. Even the smallest things when we're children, we carry that. We carry that belief system. We carry those conversations. You know, and we we live we we become that. Yep. And the moment that you realize that you are not that, you can create your own conversation that really helps you to free yourself up. Which actually, in conjunction with getting some support, whether it's uh, you know with medication, it really helps you to um, to just move forward. Yeah. And not to sit in it and move forward and just day by day. Uh, That's right. You know, and in conjunction, back, back to choice point, Halle, because mm-hmm. one thing like some of the like nutrition, the endocrine system, without getting too much, there's yes. things that can chemically throw you off and cause that depression which in, with inside the body. So if you can somehow break out of that and get to choice point and get good coaching around other decisions Absolutely. that you're making, that can help you chemically where then it can like start to then really mm-hmm. become more of a choice. But again, like the training started for you when you made that decision Absolutely. before you got there. Like sometimes the chemical imbalance or the choice can happen before the actual choice. Is that like the choice Absolutely. before the choice? Absolutely. That makes sense? Yeah. Um, Halle, so you're in England. You're nine years old. Mom comes back. Then what happens? Where do you go? Like you, how'd you wind up here? Back, uh, she comes back for a little while and then she has to go back again because it was, it's, uh-huh. it's not, you know, she had to do a, a little bit more. When she went, and then the last time that she went, she went twice. The, the, the second time that she went... Uh, Somehow, I don't know what it was, uh, it, it wasn't safe for her. So immediately she came back. She came back and we lived in England. Uh, I, I went to school there and uh, I remember I used to take two buses to go to school and I used to wear uniform, you know, into a private school. Um, um, and my father, oh, uh, remember we were, when we got there, we were as um, a tourist, like we weren't, we didn't have visas to stay there for a long time. But my father became friends. Uh, he was in, the, I think, Hyde Park and met this woman, at, um, a, a diplomat, and became friends with this older woman. And she was able to help us. And then we got a visa to come to New York, cool. to the United States. And my brothers came b- back from the boarding school. And, uh, and we created a life in New York. And Amazing. What did your yeah. father end up doing when he got back here? 
he cho- you know, my father was in um, also textile business. He was in import-export. He tried some of that, but it just wasn't successful because his mind was not yeah, right. He was not, and my father was sharp. My father was a brilliant, brilliant man. However, he just his thoughts and he's just he couldn't let go of what happened. That's right. And so, uh, and we we were just he did it didn't work out, and he ended up becoming retired at the age of fifty. Yeah, and then you went to work, and your mom went of to work. My, and I went, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you just you just yeah. started. Making my mom, that. Did, my mom got a job, and uh, my father didn't want uh, me, you know, his girls to work, but I got a part time job. I remember in in the town. Um, uh, in a photography shop after school, I used to work, and then I worked for. Um, I went to, to college. I went to FIT, and uh, and I, it ended up being. I don't know. I studied merchandising business and merchandising, and then I ended up uh, getting a job. I remember when I had just gra- right before I graduated high school at the uh, a cardiologist's office, um, and they liked they liked me, so they asked me to start working there, and I did, and I would do some administrative work. And then I got married, and when I got married, I, what you know, was worked at part time, and then had a child, and was a housewife, and you just said, like everybody else and, and, <laughs> in that community. And you said that your marriage was kind of like rebellious against your family. Yeah, yeah. It was I, like I, the, now back then I wouldn't even understand why I chose, but yeah, yeah one of one of the It was like reasons. a bad boy type thing. And oh, like, totally, totally. Yeah. And then so then that was tough. Like then that that. Oh. And I chose him because my family said no. Exactly. So I had to, because I chose him, I, got a, I had to make it work. Right. And I really did, and we tried everything. Did you get exiled from, like, your family because they said no? No, or? no, no, no. My family was supportive, but my family always said, okay, you make it work. You decided to do this, then you make it work. And I did, and because, uh, you know, divorce is, is a taboo, and nobody does that. But for me to take that, make that choice and say, no. This is not working, and it just it was. There's a lot Wait, went on. Something so just clicked for me. You said that you had never been on an airplane before no. the training. No, but you came. You made it from Iran all the way. But with my family, I was never alone. Never traveled alone. I yeah. traveled, yeah, but always either my father was there, or my so you had never there. gone by yourself. Never. You had never basically. Never. So when you say never been on an airplane, you had never taken a trip. Period. By myself. By yes. yourself without. Your I was family. on an airplane, yeah, but yeah. never alone. Independent. Independently by myself. Cross country, a car. Nope, you had, you never, just never ever, left ever. your family in that. Nope. Always family, friends, cousins. <coughs> never and never, never by my. And that was, believe it or not, it was. It may sound like crazy, but I was petrified to of do course. that. Of course, yeah, go on your own. Halle, programming is a crazy thing. Like. Right now, after being with Brittany and the girls and Mason for mm-hmm. so long and like always being with them right now, it feels, it feels like when they say a mother leaves their, their child, even though that's like what they couldn't wait to do, like just to go get a glass of wine or go to oh dinner. Oh, my God. And then, like, then they want to get right back. Mm-hmm. Like as a father, I feel that all. It's like it's weird to leave my family yeah, that for was a another bit. thing, right? Oh, my God. I'm going to leave my daughter now. How old was she? She was back then. She was uh, seven. Yeah. But but my mom my mom was really supportive, so my mom would, um, came over and took care of her for those few days. But still, it was yeah. just it was you know it was a lot happening at that time, and for me to to just again, if I hadn't made that choice, and I would have let my fear get in the way and my conversations and all the reasons why I should not, I wouldn't be here. That's right. <laughs> you got divorced after that. My divorce was happening during that process. During so when that I process. did finish the trainings, it ended. Yeah, it was like it was close to like, you know. Uh, 
So you knew so something inside you knew that you needed the work because oh, here you were now, you were breaking out of your divorce. And out of this before, you know, like when I was contemplating to, to you know, um, deciding to end the marriage, I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Because I had a certain lifestyle, not, not tr tr truly extravagant, but I had I lived in Great Neck. I mean, yeah. I had a certain lifestyle. How am I going to provide for myself? And then with the child and my ex-husband knew how to do things that he's not, you know, that I will not get any any much support. Yeah. So it was just leaping in the, you know, jumping in the unknown. I had no clue because I didn't have that level of education his to be able to create the His ego is getting hit. He's Persian. Yes. Right. So like his whole things, he of has course. his whole conversation and, and racket to where he's got to get back at you for getting a divorce and embarrassing him. Yeah, so well, he's going to really like everything. shame you and right. he's going to really make sure you don't get anything. Right. And right, But I was really, such a victim before I did the training. I, get I was it. such a victim and I he did it. this to me and he did that to me and they did this to me. And uh, when I did the trainings, I realized, you know what? I it was again my choice, yeah. and I created it, and Allowed I participated it. in it, and I made you know uh, made my mistakes too. So I can't pin it all on him. No, I'm just saying, but that's what the consciousness that you were mm -hmm. dealing with at that time. So mm -hmm. you have all of that going yeah. on. Yeah. So you, I'm just setting the context of like, yeah. even though you then took responsibility and got out of victim mode. You still were dealing with that energy. You're still oh, that, absolutely. That's like that's what uh, and, your, yeah. your daughter. And they were powerful families, so for me to, you know, say, no, I'm not gonna take it. Yeah. It was a it was a huge huge step. But that was part of my see my transformation had already started. Yeah. Without me even knowing. So the moment through. that I said no enough. Yeah. That was my transformation. Yeah. Now back then I had no idea what like I didn't understand any of this. And if you had told me back then. Like six months before I did the trainings, that this my life will go into this direction, and like who I've be, you know, wh where I would go or what who I've become, I would say, <laughs> Gabrielle, you're crazy. Like you're, you're you're crazy. I'm not listening to this because I it, it just yeah. it's so uh, it's so polar opposite of who I was and what I was doing and what how I was programmed to live and, and what was expected of me and how women should show up and in my, specifically my culture. Um, but you know, it's all, it's all awesome. good. It's all, I see it as all good. And before I did the trainings, I would never ever think that it was all good. Wow. All good. The good, bad and the ugly is all good. Yeah. It's part of my process and it's part of my journey of life and it still continues and life, that's life. What we gotta roll with the punches and make the best of it. I know this is an abridged version. I don't want to. I, I know, yeah. It, it's amazing though, <laughs> and we got dinner, and we're gonna go meet people, and all oh. that. So, but, well, I mean, thank you for wh whoever uh, whoever is listening. Thank you so much take for. Take a shot uh, of you, Holly. Take a big smile. Yeah, guys, thanks so much for being thank here. Thank you for listening to for my listening. story, and I appreciate it. And um, and I wish the best for everyone. Yeah, and and we're gonna figure something out for all this everyone asked me like what's the trainings what was it like and where can i go and there's a couple things that i've i've sent people to and but i'm like have you heard of like werner Erhard? they're like no it's like have you ever heard of est and I'm like it's not like that no. but it is and like have you ever heard of this modality but it's like and there's nothing like what you had and so um I study. I, I also study Kabbalah, and I felt like it's very, very. It's in the same com. It's of course in a different context, but it's the same conversation, and it really goes back to um, 
that we are responsible for everything. We we are uh, we are responsible for it all. Yeah. In a good way, not in a like, you know, like a heavy or. Um, um, it's it's when you have res- when you are responsible, that's power. <coughs> yeah. That's power. Yeah. So. When you own it. Exactly. That's like owning things. Is p- people think owning things is powerful? Well, yes, especially when you own your actions and your responsibility, a hundred percent accountability, a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. And being, being responsible for your reactions, being responsible for what you create. Um, and, uh, it's power. It's, it's all good. It's good stuff. That's when you can, that's that, that when you're freed up and you, uh, come from that place, you can create anything. Yep. Well, I look forward to taking a hundred percent responsibility and accountability you. and creating some amazing stuff for yes. so for people to access and, and give back a lot of what we just or absolutely. everything we can from what we just spoke about oh, yes, all right guys absolutely thank you bye-bye bye-bye thank you